Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Random. Berto Willis, your host. Thank you so kind of for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. Well, uh, Biden came out today, $33 billion for five months. After $14 billion for a couple of months. Wow. We need to protect Ukraine. Ukraine. We must protect Ukraine. And I agree we must protect Ukraine. We have to protect the, the, the any feeling that El Señor Putin may have to invade. So, we found $33 billion, or we know that we can come up with $33 billion to spend in five months, extrapolate it, 10 months would be $66 billion, extrapolate that, and another $12, $13 billion to complete, wow. Ukraine might, might, might pull out a good $110 billion from us this year. And that is what we know about. And we complain about giving family leave. We complain about giving SDI. We complain about providing health care. All these things we complain about. But when anything that needed needs the defense industrial complex is in need, el dinero está ahí. The money is there. Look, I am not at all sad about helping Ukraine beat Russia, bad folk, you know. But how comes, how comes when it comes to taking care of the war at home, the war against poverty, the war against hunger, the war against the uneducated, the war against all these issues, like child care and all, how comes we can never find the money or somehow it seems like a handout? We don't call it a handout to Ukraine. It is a handout. It is our money. So I want you guys to think very clearly the next time any Republican or neoliberal Democrat comes and tell you, we can't afford it, we can't afford it because when you think, and by the way, uh, Eric Hayes, it is a waste of money. A lot of the things that they buy, including when we went to Iraq and hired third-party guys who made a killing to serve $30 meals that cost them $2. No, it is wasteful, and they know it's wasteful, but it's the defense industrial complex. That's what it's all about. Anyhow, welcome aboard, Eric Hayes. Welcome aboard, Bruce Pollard. Welcome aboard, Michael Rodnan Maywood. Welcome to the program. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Anyhow, uh, Mitt, according to Michael Rodnan, Mitt Romney lambasts Biden for considering broad student loan forgiveness and calls it a bribe for voters. Mitt Romney tweeted, desperate polls call for desperate measures. Dems consider forgiving trillions in student loans. Other bribe suggestions, forgive auto loans, forgive credit card debt, forgive mortgages, forgive credit card debt, forgive mortgages, and put a, a, a wealth tax on the super rich to pay for it all. What could possibly go wrong, I replied. If you add living wages, climate changes, action and forgiving medical debt. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Had you done this instead of talking about 47%, which is now 61%, you would be president right now. Doing things that benefit your constituent isn't a bribe. It's literally your job description. Bribes are what campaign contributions you're getting from corporate lobbyists 
when you act against the pro uh, interest. Look, you know, when they say, oh, are you going to forgive credit card debt? Yeah, forgive some of it. You want me to tell you why? And I'm not talking personally here. I'm talking about a chart that we've showed you with Dr. Richard Wolf. All these great corporations that made money on your back, they didn't give you wages, incre wage increases, but they wanted you to believe that you were doing better. So you know what they did for you? They gave you cheap credit. Well, supposedly cheap credit. No, they gave you easy credit. And they made money on the back end. They made money when you spent that credit money. And then they made money when they charge you 18, 20, 25% interest to use that credit. So is it going to be, am I going to complain if somehow they have some sort of a credit card debt rebate after these guys have ripped you off loyally? Remember, you know, people don't like to look at things the way they are. They look at the way they are taught things, the way people tell them things, right? No, I'm for all student loan forgiveness and for all those people who paid, the, who busted their butts to pay their loan, their student loans off and they did the right thing and they worked hard. They were able to do so. Thank God they were able to do so. But more than likely, they left themselves without to do that. I am for le more leniency in our, in, in, in our, in our, in our system because we have been so, so, so terrible and the thing about it is we do it in such an antiseptic manner in such a abstract manner people don't see that they've been constantly screwed you have a nice car you have a nice home but you go to work at five in the mornings and you don't get home till seven at night you can't enjoy the nice home you bought the nice car you bought they 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 gave you the ability to get it they gave you the credit to get it, but they made sure they had you enslaved, an antiseptic slave, to pay for something that rarely can you take advantage of. And then maybe if you're lucky, if you're lucky, they may give you two weeks a year vacation. But most people don't get it. I mean, a lot of folks think that I'm just like the dog corporations. I don't. I worked for one. For many, actually. But I only lasted five years in a corporatocracy. Then I went on my own. I just couldn't do it. But I became a capitalist myself. But then I learned. And slowly I turned. Look, folks. I swear to you. I swear to you. I could see collectives working in such a manner that we have humane businesses. But what we have here isn't. Every single person or at least 80% of you that's listening to me right now, at some point in time, this system is going to get you. You know? What I want to make, what I want to do with our platform is to inform. What I want to do with our platform is to empower. What I want to do with our platform is to ensure that when you hear the crap on TV, even on good stations, even from good reporters who are themselves indoctrinated into a system that kills, I want them. That's, that's all I want. So thank you for bringing that, Redden. That was a good piece to give me the opportunity to have that rant. All right, second one, there's no scenario in which 2020 is normal. The two paths to avoid the worst of climate change would still drastically change the world as we know it. 
I'll try to summarize the article. The low energy option. The wealthy countries of the world drastically reduce energy consumption so that nature can recover flat out. This is not feasible. The high energy option. Build an excess of renewable energy. Plant trees and build carbon capture infrastructure. Push forward of 30% of the world's total energy use towards this. This would cost tens of millions of tens of trillions of dollars and radically change humanity's relationship with the environment, but it would avert total civilization collapse, a price worth paid. I agree. I agree. Okay, uh, next one from Rodnin says, Disney says Florida would have to pay nearly $1 billion to dissolve special district. Governor Ron DeSantis signed a controversial bill on Friday to dissolve Disney's independent disaster district in June 2023, widely seen as retaliation for Disney and its CEO, Bob Chapek, taking a public stance against uh, Florida's Parental Rights and Education Act, a badly named bill. Don't say gay, Florida's uh, bill introduced and approved this solution bill in just three days last week without any research, of course, abruptly operating a new phase in the relationship between Florida's politician and state's most famous tourist attraction, Florida. Removing these infrastructure deals would damage Disney's brand. When this gets enacted, the result becomes inevitable. Disney would pack up and leave, rebuild a new park in a different state, I can. I have a suggestion for Disney. Uh, go to a blue state that wants you. Go to a blue state that wants you. All right. Not that I really support Disney all that much anyway, but you get it. Okay, last one from Rodnin. Russian occupiers conducted 50 airstrikes on Mariupol during the night. Dropped phosphorus bombs addressed by the deputy commander Asov Regiment. Captain Swastoslav Palamar on Telegram Palamar quote, Last night there was just a huge number of phosphorus bombs, 50 airstrikes, missiles, artillery, and everything that a barbarian can use against humanity. We're seeing Russians resort to the worst war crimes during the invasion of Ukraine. Ukraine. That's a shame. Hey, you know, I thought, I thought those things are not supposed to happen in Western countries, right? Meaning, uh, read in countries where the hue is less than apparent, right? But no, it's human. It's human to be human. And it's human to have some humans that are savages like Putin and his generals. And those thugs who go and rape women and do all the bad things, right? All right, Maywood says, hola amigo, AVQ says, watching from Twitch. Eric Hayes says, why do we have to have all this local Democrat-led commissioner's court drama? Hidalgo needs private, no-bud security for 120K? Oh, yeah, with, with all you crazy uh, right-wingers running around, I think she needs a lot of security because those, those, those uh, white supremacists are evil and they're roaming Texas and other places. Two, Ellis questioning the victims' non-political advocacy group on its operation. How about just... Do your job and serve the people. Look, I am not a fanatic of Brother, you know, Brother Ellis, but you know what? Brother Ellis is a hell of a politician, uh, more so than Ed Emmett and all these other guys who are now, what again, not there? Ah, okay. Okay, let's continue. May Woods says, how is everyone doing today? We're doing fine, Brother Woods. Eric also say, hi, Egberto, you like numbers. Well, these don't lie, and we're not expecting expected why the u.s economy under president joe biden has shrunk for the first time since the beginning of the pandemic uh it's well it's shrunk several times in under trump as well but here's the deal again it would be nice if as an accountant you actually did some accounting 
and realize that the way you calculate the size of the economy and based on export versus imports, etc., 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 those are the issues. If you take a look at things like spending and all of that, they're still on the rise. So please go ahead and learn a little bit of economics and how GDP is calculated and then come back and tell me the same thing. There's a reason the stock market went kind of up again, right? Because they expected, they didn't expect those numbers to follow at 1.4. But anyhow, uh, what can I say? It's interesting. Bruce says Ukraine sounds like Vietnam. Uh, let's see what else he says here. Michael Rodnin says, my sore throat never went away and it's always been worse in the morning. I have no other symptoms. That almost sounds like uh, allergies and when the, the time change and all this pollen dries up some, you'll be better in my opinion. No complaints if you don't waste money. I hear that. Michael, what happened if you stay upright all night? <laughs> I don't know if you want to sleep that way. PDR peeps. Hola, PDR peeps from Bridge MCP. Uh, Bridge says, hey, everyone. Michael Rennie says, our military industrial complex consistently take over half of our federal discretionary spending. The original goal was to spend as much as the next two nations. We're spending more than the next 10. I wrote about that in my book, as I see it, class warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom. Our military industrial complex is a sinkhole. It does nothing. They build arms that will never be used, and every year they get more under some pretext that we need them. You know? Diplomacy is a lot less expensive than dropping bombs and replenishing them, etc. But you know, that's not what it's all about. Our defense of a country is necessary, but doesn't have to waste money also spending money on people coming country 3K per month versus 1K Social Security. Benefits on average, how is that possible? I, all I'm going to say, you watch too much Fox News or listen to too much right-wing radio. If you look at what, uh, if you look at what undocumented workers do for social security you will beg to have more of them because they for a long time have been holding up social security by paying into something they will never ever live to see because they don't have the papers to qualify a friend of mine just started collecting social security he's foreign born but he's a naturalized citizen but because he was foreign born social security forces him to come in and check to make sure his citizenship papers are real. Wow. That is what we're talking about, folks. So don't, don't buy the hoopla, okay? Don't believe in all the hoopla. Anyway, Melanie Keelan is here from España, Barcelona. She says, hello. Michael Rennie says, yep, I have no credit card debt and I want to take the boot of debt off people's neck there you go brother all right let's see what else we got here eric says what happens to what you borrow you pay as it is a personal decision it is not a personal decision if you have to borrow to buy milk for your kid it's a decision of survival and for those people who have enough empathy to think about their brothers and sisters as as we claim to be a christian nation if many of us would uh, hold back our ideological evil and think about our human, human empathy, we would know that many Americans today make so little that the, that the easy credit that they get, they used to buy milk, diapers, and all these things for their kids. 
I see it with my eyes, and I know people that are doing that. So drop the evil ideology and try to adapt some empathy. Oh, go pay your bills. That is like, uh, you know, um, when, when, when people complain about reparations, they said, I paid mine, you paid yours. My father worked all his life. Your father was able to work at a decent rate, wage all his life. Ask that to Pedro Lopez and see if his parents had the same wage opportunity as yours. Yeah, they may have even had the same job, but they may not have had the same wage opportunity. Ask, ask uh, Mr. Robinson, Juanisha Robinson, if they were able, if, if when, when they looked, I, I tell you a little story, little, little story here, because a, a lot of people like to be unempathetic and say, I worked, you can work too, if you just get a job. A friend of mine, relative of mine, until I got into their lives, worked at a corporation, sit in a secretary here and a secretary here. A black secretary here, a white secretary here. I once told that person, find out how much that secretary on the other side is making, just for the heck of it, because I knew what was going to happen. And it turned out they were making more than 50% more than the other one. Then I said, go to your boss and tell your boss you want to raise. You don't have to tell him you heard about the other person. And then... They went ahead and did it. And the boss said, I'm sorry, we can't do anything about that. That's just how it is, etc." And then I said, just mention to your boss, ask them, hey, by the way, how much does XYZ make? And that's it. In less than two months, without anybody start saying anything, her salary went up in three increments. Until guess what? It matched. But you see, they found out that there was some sort of a connection to yours truly, who has always been regarded as a radical. So when many of people like uh, Michael Hay Eric Hayes try to equate his situation that it's real, his situation is real. But when he tries to equate it that I did it, you can too. There are a lot of things that I do that nobody should have to go through the hoops that I went through to have to do it. And that's what I'm writing in my next book. But, you know, every so often it, 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 it irks me when somebody says, oh, why can't you do it? Well, maybe if we go ahead and get repaid, all those people that, that their labor was stolen, they never got to accumulate anything. You talk about pay what you borrowed. Pay what you borrowed. I agree with you, Brother Hayes. Let's let the country pay what it borrowed. It borrowed the slave labor of the indigenous. It borrowed the slave labor of the Africans. It borrowed the, it, it underpaid the slave labor of the Chinese. You want to pay that back? Be careful what you're stating when you say things like, I borrowed and pay it back. Because a lot of people are owed right now. They just never got a chance to say it. And because under the auspices of CRT, most very good Americans wouldn't know the truth. Good Americans won't know that, oh my God, have I not made a lot on the backs of many. Remember that. 
Okay, continuing, continuing. Tom C. says, uh, Michael, uh, Michigan Democrats allege fraud in petition for third GOP gubernatorial campaign. Fraud includes voter signatures on petitions multiple times, no more than one nominating form, and for voters who are legally dead. Hmm. I like that. Is it real, though, uh, Tom? Let me hear in another comment. All right, let's see. Bridge MCP says, student loans above. Uh, people who paid off their... So if you got pulled to do get mad at people who get the vax. Yay. This is the reason most Americans file for bankruptcy. Two-thirds of the people who file for bankruptcy cite medical issues as key. And I can understand that well. Having a wife with lupus, uh, my wife with uh, my daughter with a stroke, and in my case now, I just stay away from the doctor. I just want to drop dead. I know it's stupid, but what can I say? Daniel Ledo says, Egberto wants you to believe his propaganda above all other propaganda. It's not propaganda. I want you to believe me, but I want you to also validate what I'm saying. Unlike, you won't hear that on facts. Facts won't say, hey, go validate what I said. I'm saying, go validate what I say. All right. Let's see what else we got. Carl Cox's American needs a co-op type of system. In a co-op type business system, you're going to hear me mention that in the next video. You're going to hear me mention that in the next video. Eric Hayes is replying, not at British MCP. Let's see what else. Capitalism is to new it, it's to new in humans' experience to be trusted. It is an experimental most recently begun. Hello, Alberto is just now discovering human nature. Wow. No, I have always known about human nature, brother. But I also know that humans are not animals. We are the one human we are the one animal that can actually learn and, and become empathetic. You know, how many dollars in my share of the hundred billion dollars <laughs> equal twenty five hundred dollars? I hear you, brother. I, Egberto, you hit the nail on the head. Ella Ellis is a politician and I like, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Egberto, we need the weapons for time like these days. We have more than enough weapons, sir. You evidently never been to Fort Bragg. Lee Grant says, hey, Egberto. Did I hear you say there are crazy right-wing terrorists in Texas? Yes. And I was supposed to meet with them. My wife didn't allow me to. I had it all set up. A friend of mine who is a part of the militia is going to take me over there just to have a chat. My wife says, you are, are crazy if you think I'm going to let you go to that. Daniel Ledo says, diplomacy works best with a big stick behind your back. Okay. Lee Grant says, hunting Hidalgo. I didn't say they were hunting Hidalgo. I just said, given what they say, I wouldn't be surprised. Egberto, maybe think in terms of able-bodied. Um, the person that I told you about that was underpaid was able-bodied. They were two equally able-bodied people. One got 50% higher salary just because of their hue. Not experience, not age because she was younger. None of that. Just, just to let you know. Again, empathy, learn. Able-bodied, look at what the difference is in the statement. Against, I said, I got it. As we get closer to 2020 elections, I'm thinking in 2022, I see program rhetoric getting more insane. I am insane. Oh my God, I'm insane. Alistair, it's not possible to pull yourself up by the bootstrap if you don't have boots. You know why I love you, Alistair? You can say things in such a simple manner, right? You're good. That takes skills. 
That takes skills. Daniel, we all have stories. I have a black uncle who makes more than any white person I know. Difference is, I don't think my story is a political argument. Again, you missed the point. Does he do exactly the same thing as your others do at the same place of employment? I don't think so. Again, that's what the right likes to do, smoke and mirrors. They can never stay consistent on a particular subject. Daniel Edo, by now you should learn that you've been with politics done right a long time, my dear brother. Still love you, though. All right, let's see what else we got here. Man, again, I'm, I'm answering all these questions. Let's see. Eric Hayes, noted bud, but if you borrow for extra things like houses and cars and jewelry and vaccines, you should have to pay it back. Yes, who pays me for, building, for my folks building the Panama Canal at substandard wages? Who pays all those people who allow the West to open? Who pays them? You, might, you know that guy who owns all that land in South, in South, uh, Southwest Texas? That hundreds of thousands of acres where the, in, where the indigenous folks used to roam free? They never sat down and marked the land and say, this is mine. They lived in symbiotic relationship with the land and they said, this is what we have to work and live on. And we treat it right. And then came the Westerners from Europe and they killed them off and took the land and said, this is mine. And then they, they, they capitalized on that land and anybody else who came after, hey, this is mine. And we are going to run the show because we have land that's ours. Now, when you put it in real English, we have land that we stole and took and we are going to capitalize on that land to put you in. Some of you in real bondage and some of you in antiseptic bondage. It's that simple. Carl Cox says, read the entire comment. What comment, Carl? I don't see any entire comments. Anyway, uh, let's see what else we got. Bruce says, lots of animals are empathetic. We are, on, we are the only ones on earth with capitalism eating us alive. Man, it's, it's so true. Egberto, my father was in Air Force for 33 years, so I am partial to the defense of our freedoms and the respectful treatment of their... Your father is a hero because he served his country. Unfortunately, though, most people who have served their countries too often have served under the pretext of a lie. In other words, they've gone to war on a lie. They've, got, they've, they've killed a lot of innocent civilians on a lie. And they've done a lot of things on a lie. So look, I respect... I respect you. I respect your dad for serving his country. My my brother-in-law is a a, a, a a captain or was a captain in the Navy. I have ver various folks that are captains, lieutenants, sergeants, and served the country well. A lot of Panamanians came and joined the forces to get American citizenship and served well. That simple. So, I mean, the glory, glory, hallelujah doesn't do it much for me. Okay, glory, glory, hallelujah, I'll still blow your head off. Come on now. Okay, Robert Davenport says, hello, progressives. Hello, Robert. How are you doing today, sir? Eric Hayes said, no, that's a reply. Uh, thanks, Egberto and Bridge, Alistair Waters. Uh, Bridge says, lots of animals are empathetic, but humans are killers for fun. Yeah, uh, but you know, I think humans, you know, humans can be, can be made empathetic, right? I think, I don't, 
I think I've seen a lot of people after they've, they do certain things become empathetic, I think. Daniel Edo said, nobody pays you. You did not do the work. Huh? Don't know what you're talking about. So, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I just got, I know what you're talking about, Daniel. You're saying I didn't build the Panama Canal, even though my ancestors who built the Panama Canal were underpaid, didn't have what they deserve. Because I didn't do the work, I deserve nothing. Okay, I grant you that. I grant you that, sir. Of course, I didn't get the opportunity of the Americans who came to Panama and partake in the labor and made orders of magnitude more than the people there. But I hope you also believe that there should be no inheritance going to their, those people's kids. Because that's how inheritance works, Daniel Ledo. So I think you, I can agree. I, I don't want, I've never come to the United States asking for anything I didn't work for. Everything that I have in the United States, I work for. Even when I ask folks to contribute to politics done right, I am researching, I am doing all these. So I've never come here and just say sit on the dole. Ever, ever. I've always worked. When I came to the United States, I, I worked in a cotton mill, sold fireworks, and worked in a cafeteria all at the same time. I slept three hours a day that summer so I could go to the University of Texas and pay the high $40 an hour, which was only costing in-state $4 an hour. But because I went as an out-of-state student, it was $4 an hour. So I know what working is like. And I never had a problem doing it. I swept floors. I washed dishes. I, I cleaned. I, I did everything. Okay? But you just laid the gauntlet. You said the underpayment that my ancestors got, it doesn't matter to me. And that I should get yet nothing. It's not me who did it. Okay, great. Let's abide by that. Let's get rid of inheritance then. Because under your concept, under your statement, no one should receive inheritance because they didn't work for it. So Donald Trump kids shouldn't be getting anything from what he's, he's earned. When you're dead, everything that you own goes. Believe it or not, I could live with that system. You know? But if you ever hear about the death tax and all of that, you know, it's amazing how you guys talk out of several sides of your mouth because you never analyze what you're saying. You just spit stuff out and don't look at what it really means, what you're saying. Oh, my God. But I still love you. All right. Tom C says, on a lighter note, it's true Elon Musk is increasing the maximum number of characters on Twitter from 280 to 420. I don't know. I would hate that. It's going to make people start getting long-winded. So Trump is afraid of flying fruit. It takes a rotten tomato. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that yesterday. That was so funny, Tom. Every case says capitalism also makes you rich. No, capitalism makes a few rich. The mathematics is absolute, sir. The math is absolute. If you are at the top of the chain in capitalism, you make a ton of money. If you are the subject of capitalism, you are used. And guess what? For that top to make a lot of money based on the closed loop that capitalism is, it means that most people have to do badly. And if you look at the numbers, that is exactly what happens. They, they, they go up that chain, and when they start to stagnate for the masses, it's made up with credit or giveaways. 
But the only people that do very well are the masters. That's why I call it antiseptic slavery. And, uh, you know, and you know when, when I have a Dr. Wolf agreeing with me and several other economists, I remember the first time I told Dr. Wolf about antiseptic slavery, it's like, hmm, yeah, I would agree with you there. Rose Williams, not just people of color, but how about the substandard wages that have been paid to women for so long? Yes, there has been gradual improvement, but still. Rose, uh, forgive me, but uh, you're right. And that's why today I was about to, you know, I was talking to one of my uh, former board members at a coffee party. And I told her, you know, I guess you guys are going to give me hell for the article that I'm going to, the next article I'm writing. It's called White Supre, what is it? White Suprematic uh, Stockholm Syndrome. Okay? Understand it. I was in a board meeting and I was defending two uh, women who were being talked down to by one of the guys, specifically a white guy. And I really got on his case and I didn't get the reaction I would have hoped to have received from the two white women that I was there really line driving this guy about. It was just surprising. That's all I'm going to say. It was just surprising. Because I would have expected them, now that they saw that they have they have male support, males are not going to be able to push them around in this board now that I'm on the board, I would have expected a different type of result. But I'll continue doing what I do. And that is, I don't believe in allowing anyone to take advantage of anyone. So, Rose Williams, you are so, so, so right. I tell you one thing about women um, too often, and and I don't and, and and colorizing specifically with white women because you know people talk about swing voters and all of that. The real swing voters, as I mentioned, are in in my most recent article, are white men coming into the Democratic Party. But the ones who hold the pillar are white women, and the numbers tell you why, right? If you take a look at the numbers and how the election goes, you just go through the chain. And I think I put some of that in my article. That is where that is where if you're going to if you're going to talk about people voting based on color. Now, I'm trying to get people to stop doing that. I'm trying to get people to say, hey, it's like me, you know, Bernie's running and a couple other folks running. Who was who was, I didn't I didn't look at color in supporting a candidate. I looked at policy. And when I looked at policy, it was Bernie. Right, it wasn't it wasn't uh, um, my girl here that goes that went to the same university my daughter went to? Uh, what's her vice president's name? <laughs> can you believe it? Uh, can you believe can you believe the brain for it? Well, anyway, you know who I mean. I wasn't our vice president that I supported. It wasn't uh, the senator from New Jersey took Cory Booker. It was Bernie Sanders. I want all of us to reach to that point where we can listen to everybody, every single person. Harris, oh my God, I was getting worried if I was like, was I really going to forget my vice president's name? All right, but anyhow, um, so so what, I, what I'm saying here is, when we look at it, right, I went for Bernie. And I, I would hope 
that everybody would reach to the point in their lives where race and color doesn't matter, right? Because I know for me, it sure as hell doesn't. Lee Grant says, I guess we can't undo history, but there are those who think we can somehow compensate some by redistribution of assets. How far back should we go? 1600s? We go back as far as we need to. And yes, I, I believe in redistribution, especially with a flawed economic system. When you have an economic system that the people who do the work doesn't, do not actually make the, the, the value out of that work, that's a fraudulent economic system. And that's why capitalism is a fraudulent economic system. I give somebody that we love. I love Bill Gates because I honestly think Bill Gates has a good heart. But Bill Gates' road to riches was fraudulent. He bought a product from a company in Seattle. That company in Seattle never knew that their product could command, command uh, what, what IBM was going to do by, by Bill licensing it to IBM. And then not selling it, licensing and making a cut of the action period. And that guy just got his $50,000 and said, la vie, bye-bye. So your, his intellect went into creating Bill Gates' billions. That's our economic system, though. Bill Gates did absolutely nothing wrong. We have an economic system that encourages thievery. We have an economic system that encourages humane fraud. It's that simple. Hey, Davenport, welcome aboard. Uh, let's see what else we got. Bree says, dogs are empathetic, not cats. LOL. Yeah, I remember Blackie. Blackie was my dog. Why not at least allow student debt refinancing to lower interest rates and other rolling debt up into home loan mortgage? There are a lot of things that we could do to make it better, right, Tom? I Look, I I just want to make it better for them. But what my, my contention, though, Tom, is a bit deeper. And this is what I'm saying. And please follow this thought process. I think I wrote about this yesterday. Corporations used to pay enough taxes so that the cost of college was not exorbitant. So the corporations did their part. The student did their part by paying a marginal amount of money for their education, you know, put a little value by putting a marginal value on their education. So they didn't have to take out loans, etc. As these states were paid off by corporations to reduce their taxes, it meant they were unloading more of that bill to educate people onto the people themselves. People may say, well, that's your education. You can take it anywhere. False. I took my education to form Willie's Computer Software Company. You can look it up. It's still in existence. Just not making any money right now because we've done. So here's the deal. Again, again, I, 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 most people are educated to work for somebody else to work for a corporation, most people. So that corporation did two things. They reduced the amount of taxes they were going to pay, which, which increased the price of that person's education. And after increasing that person's education, since they had to now borrow, because most of us are not wealthy, they had to borrow for that education. What comes with that borrowing? An interest rate. And who benefits from that interest rate if but not the corporation themselves that is why when obama passed obamacare and took away the federal part of the student loans from the from the private sector they squeaked they were getting fine they were getting interest on loans that if the person defaulted the government still paid them back so that was a no risk interest that these banks were collecting 
all around, everybody uses the average person as just raw material, as a widget to make money. And they pay the bills back. They go into work and get substandard salaries. And whatever is left over from the work that they do goes to the shareholders and the bonuses of the executives. So when it comes to making it easier for them to pay these loans off, that's a stopgap measure for me. I want it gone. And for those who have already paid their loans off, in some sort of a way, we can do a stipend reversal or something to start equalizing some of the theft that have occurred over the years. I know it's complicated and difficult, but we had a very, very evil system that was, it's evil, but it doesn't seem so evil because we know how to encase it. It's like encasing doo-doo in chocolate. The outside is nice and beautiful and tasty. But what makes it? Oh my God. And that's where I'm trying to, I'm trying to get people to understand that all of this stuff is well designed. It's well designed to snow people. And it, it is hard to explain after we've been indoctrinated year after year after year. Read the Power Manifesto. As people became more educated, the people got scared. Oh my God. People are going to realize the, the capitalist system is a fraud. We can't let that happen. We can't let them realize that they're working for nothing. You know? Okay. Wow. We've been just talking here. The major difference between animals and humans is that humans have some control over their environment. Animals are victims of their environment. True. Michael Renzi, Egberto's ancestors did the work. They went unpaid. The wealth was stolen from them was not passed to your children. Hey, I could say the same about history of a lot of peoples here in the U.S. I agree, brother. I agree. LOL, I call BS. Ever own a cat? Cats take great enjoyment out of killing. Just Me says, if we switch to a single-pair not-for-profit system that covers 100% of population, it'll be great. I agree, sir. Uh, Eric Hayes says, plenty of non-empathetic killers in Houston out on low bonds. And we have a lot of empathetic killers in uh, non-empathetic killers in, in, in the Texas legislature. Every single Republican that voted against the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Act is a killer, okay? So, and they don't care. But check it out. There's antiseptic killing, and then there's, there's graphic killing. That guy that's running on the street with all the guns that, that, um, that, that uh, um, our governor allowed to roam free in Texas, you know, uh, what's, what's our... <laughs> What's going on with me today, our, our governor? Our governor allows all these guns on the street. So people are getting killed left and right. Okay? I don't know why the Democrats are not talking about that. The crime rate is going up with guns. The, the gun crime rate is going up in Texas. And Democrats are just sitting back, allowing the Republicans to blame them for the crime issue. When it's all the guns... That governor, uh, that our governor throw on the streets, that did it. It is just amazing. Governor Abbott just does it over and over again, and and Democrats sit down and like, oh, we can't talk about guns. We can no talk about guns. The governor unleash all these guns onto the street, and crime rates zoom up. Where where is your fight, Democrats? Huh. All right, and so so let me repeat Eric Hayes. So yeah, those killers with the guns are graphic killers, 
and those killers at the state legislature are antiseptic killers. Okay, there you go. Answer there. All right, so conservatives are against inheritance. I, I mentioned that already. All right, let's see what else we got here. Eric Hezegberto, nope, you are, are wrong. The government gets enough when you are alive. They don't need any more when they die. The government doesn't get anything. I, I That is a trope. The government gets nothing. Tell, show me where the government accumulates money. Now, the government may move money around to, from one set of people to another, but I think that's a good thing. Okay? Daniel Edo, Egberto, I work for everything I have. Also, Egberto, pay me for the labor of my ancestors. No, your ancestors already left you uh, inheritance, you remember? You were, able to, you were able to inherit. I wasn't. You were. Okay? Recuerda eso, amigo. All right, begging is work, providing others opportunities to experience alertness, patience, endurance, and courage to become more fully human. All right, let's continue here. I want to play that video real quick. Oh, boy. Let's see. Robert, uh, Michael, I, get, I guess, guys, let me go ahead and play this. I want to play the video from, um, from Senator Tester, and then we'll take it on the other side. Uh, Senator Tester of Montana says... Capitalism isn't working anymore in this instant. He's talking about in rural America. He's talking about uh, meat packers, etc., etc., etc. Let's listen to what he has to say and then take it on the other side because this is rather important. Egg production has gotten far more consolidated the 44 years since I took over the farm in 1978. No Democrat speaks to the concerns of farmers and rural voters more clearly than John Tester. He has performed the political miracle three times now of getting elected to the Senate as a Democrat in Montana, a state that has not voted for a Democrat for president since 1992. Robert Leonard's New York Times op-ed this week is titled, Biden has already done more for rural America than Trump ever did. Robert Leonard describes how the Biden infrastructure bill is bringing necessary improvements where he lives in Iowa and says, quote, with more than 450 rural hospitals in danger of closing, with funds from the American Rescue Plan, the Biden administration program, energy rural health care grants will award up to $43 million to benefit 2.2 million people across 22 states. Senator Tester is worried about what increasing monopolistic practices of big business have done to the supply chain for food. Capitalism isn't working in this particular instance because of uh, concentration and consolidation in the industry. Consumers are paying higher prices because without competition, they're set without regard to how, what people can afford. Because we've seen a mass exodus off the land. Rural America is drying up. On the other side of the equation, we see consumers that are being treated unfairly in the marketplace because there's no competition. Today, we can address both of those issues with these bills. And joining us now is the senior senator from Montana, John Tester. And uh, one thing I love about our discussions on this program is anyone in this town of Washington can talk about politics, not Everyone can talk about government, and not everyone can talk about government in a way that everyone can understand it. And uh, 
the way you approach this this subject for, in that hearing yesterday, uh, with that that line, and I've heard you say something like this before: that capitalism isn't working in this spot where we need it to work, which is the efficient delivery of our food products to the marketplace. I mean, that line, "capitalism isn't working," is something you might expect to hear from Bernie Sanders somewhere, but but it's a John Tester line. Well, look, uh, it's not working because, as you pointed out, we've got monopolistic nature of the four biggest packers that have control over 80% of the food that's delivered in this country. It's not much different worldwide. For capitalism to work, you have to have competition. And if you have competition, that's good for the folks on the ground, the cow-calf operators in this case. It's good for the small and medium-sized feeders, and it's good for the consumer. Uh, because it'll help regulate prices. Right now, that's not the case. Uh, the ranchers are getting not near enough what they need to stay in business for their for their product, the calves. And on the other side of the equation, you've got the folks that are buying meat in the meat counter that are paying way, way more than they should if there was competition in this system, if capitalism was really working. Uh, that wouldn't be the case. These bills that were put forth will help solve that problem. What will they do? What will your legislation well, do? Well, basically... I am not for shutting down the big feed, the big packers. What I am for is getting more transparency and making sure they're following the law. We passed the Packers and Stockyards Act in 1921 because of consolidation in the meat industry. Today, it's more consolidated than it was in 1921. During the, the, since the late 70s that I've been on the farm and I've take, took over a farm, my folks and grandparents ran before me. We're seeing consolidation happening much quicker. And in the end, it's drying up rural America. These small towns that I knew when I was a kid are just small, uh, small uh, pieces of, of, of that culture because they've, they've dried up. My town, a thousand people in 74 when I graduated from high school now has 600. The high school had 160 kids. Now it's got about 40 kids. Uh, the truth is, is that, you know, uh, hardware stores no longer exist. We had three grocery stores. Now we've got one. We had three grain elevators. Now we got zero. The, the, the problem is, is that we need some changes here. We need the system to work or our food chain is going to be put at risk. And by the way, if, if we lose family farm agriculture and family ranch agriculture in this country, that food chain will be put at risk. And I am telling you, democracies don't work unless you've got a fed society. Okay, I have some news for Brother Tester. Senator Tester, uh, you, you, your initial statement was correct. Capitalism is not working. But you added in this instant and you're talking about on the forms. Right. And th- th- you, you then preface and said, uh, I don't want to shut down the big meat packing guys. I don't want to touch. I don't. I just want it to be fair. I just want I, I don't want it to be monopolistic. Here's the reality. Milton Friedman already gave capitalism marching instructions. The only people that matter are the shareholders. And the executives, the people who get bonuses, nobody else ma- matters. It is not their job to do any social issues. You're talking about capitalism should be working as well in, in on the farm. It doesn't. You know how farming should really be working as a collective. You know what those milk, you remember what the milk guys used to do? They pull their milk together. They build milk factories. You remember what the corn guys did at one time? They built, they, they got together and they built gasohol. Uh, they, they built plants that created alcohol. They built, uh, they, they worked together as a collective and together, like some of the orange producers as well, as collectives. Now the capitalists come in and they say, hey, farmer number one, two, and three, I'll give you several hundred dollars. 
$100,000, several million dollars. All you do is you provide us with this stuff all the time, and then we go ahead and, and capitalize on your grain transmitter and all these different equipments that processing. We take care of processing for you. We take care of all these things for you, and we capitalize it. We create stocks and bonds and all of these different financial instruments so that we can turn your hard work into financial it's all about so you were correct with the first half of your sentence capitalism doesn't work in any instant however it only works for the capitalists and that's a minute number of people they give others the semblance of it working for you you know they make you believe you have a job but you still have to have credit cards let's be frank here folks Collectives work. Collectives work. Capitalism in your food supply is going to create the same kind of problems it creates in every sort of supply. Let's get that into your heads, folks. Let's remember that. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join. And you're absolutely right, Bridge MCP. That's why I love everybody in this room. And you know, we talk, we, we argue, we discuss. My goal is to try to show folks, hey, how can we do things better for society? Um, let, let, so thank you very much for that sentiment, uh, uh, Bridge. And you know how much I love you too, my dear girl. Uh, Justin says food supply is low, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, there, there are reasons why, you know, imagine we used to pay people not to grow. That's how capitalism worked too, right? We used to pay them not to grow. Ha ha ha. All right. Uh, capitalism inevitably leads to lead to monopoly. Exactly. If you, if you, if you add what Milton Friedman said and, uh, and, and capitalism, how it works, that is the absolute result. Ultimately, Mr. R. Thank you very much for saying something that is obvious. Justin, but oh, folks, I, I, look, I spent so much time. I, I, I just love the interaction that we had today that I forgot to ask, do my ask. I'm going to do my ask right now. And I'm going to ask you, those of you that are on YouTube, please click the join button. Please become a part of our posse. We need it. I, I'll just put it bluntly. I can't keep doing this, doing this, doing this, unless I continue to get support. And you guys have been great. Please, I need a lot more support, but uh, please do what you can to support this program. We don't just advertise like the big guys. We actually support you guys who are the ones who pretty much tell us we like you or we don't. Uh, one of the best ways of support is via PayPal. You can either do it one month at a time or you just say, I'm gonna, I just feel nice today. I'm going to give you something or you do it on some people do it on a monthly basis. Alternatively, you can go ahead and join our Patreon. Some people like to use Patreon as their source. That is politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon politicsandright.com says patreon thank you for having been here michael rutnin uh let me see if i can get that out here politicsandright.com says patreon there it is uh our all-encompassing support uh is at politicsandright.com slash support it tells you how are the different forms in which you can support us politicsandright.com says support 
please shop at our store. You can get our hats or cups, some designed by some of our team, like British MCP, uh, politicsandright.com slash store. And uh, please remember to go get our books. That is most important. It talks, it, it puts a whole lot of things into the right order of what we speak here, politicsandright.com slash books. I want to address a few things before I go. I know we're right up on against the clock, but there's a, something that somebody said I wanted to read out loud. And I'm going back up. Uh, let's see. Let's see if I can if I can find it. If I can find it, I hope I can. Bruce says Elon could have this from Bruce. Bruce Pollard. Elon could have raised salaries of everyone in his domain instead of buying Twitter, which is better, raising salaries. But what they did is they had an exchange of capital, nothing more. Gave a lot of people who own stocks a whole lot more than they bought the stocks for. And you know who got absolutely nothing out of the deal? The people for which they are, uh, it, Twitter has value. Twitter, all the engineers, the lawyers, the doctors, all these guys that form a part of Twitter, they just sit down and watch the capitalists do their thing, exchange stocks for money and whatever, and they partake of nothing. Some people say, well, they may have owned some of the company stock. Some of them may. Most don't. So... It is amazing how this system works. So thank you for that uh, observation um, very much. So, and then Tom, I wanted to read something Tom wrote as well. Tom says, regarding the estate debt tax, in 2022, an individual can earn, can leave $12.06 million to their heirs and pay no federal tax on a gift tax, while a married couple can leave $24.12 million. That's not the 99%. And he's that is not even a 99.9%, brother. That is how... That is how crazy our economic system is, people. That is how crazy our economic system is. Justin Booker, welcome to the show. Uh, who else did I hear? Did I anybody that's new to the show? Drop your name in in the next one minute because I got to get out of here. But I want to salute you. So anybody who's new that wants to get saluted, drop your name into the feed right now. Just drop your name so I can call you and I say, hey guy, how you doing or something. Uh, let's see what else we got here. There was another message I wanted to take, but anyhow, I can't handle that right now. I just want to tell you guys again, thank you for being here. Appreciate you being here. Couldn't do this without you. We're going to keep this thing going. My name is Egberto Willies. This is Politics Done Right, and you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Oh. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.